Hey, it's Eric G. Around the House is sponsored by Baldwin Hardware. For 75 years, Baldwin Hardware has been known for its first-class quality and craftsmanship in door and cabinetry hardware. As an alumnus of the Baldwin Hardware Design Council, I can say I have seen the details and quality from design to the finished product. If you're looking for a new style and old-world craftsmanship, I can tell you there is only one Baldwin Hardware. Check out what would look great in your home at baldwinhardware.com. It's Around the House. When it comes to technology, there are so many cool appliances out there these days that are now starting to talk together. And that, to me, gets me gets me excited. Gets and I have... Hot. Oh, yeah. Yeah, this is cool. <laughs> this is where you could have your dishwasher automatically order off, like, Amazon or a lot of different places out there. New dishwasher pods or dishwasher soap when it thinks it's running out. So it'll re self replenish itself and mm-hmm. order it automatically for you when it gets low, so you never run out of dishwasher detergent. When it comes to remodeling and renovating your home, there is a lot to know, but we've got you covered. This is Around the House. Welcome to Around the House with Eric G and Caroline B. Your answer for home improvement every single weekend. Thanks for joining us. Hey, Caroline. Hey I'm coming at you in the new microphone. Will sound any better? Much better. Love it. Love it. This is good. This is good. Well, last week, you and I were talking design mm-hmm. about cabinets, right? We talked kitchen and bath cabinets. And I thought, what not a, a better thing to do than to kind of continue that conversation? Because like every Saturday, we ran out <laughs> of time in that discussion. And I wanted to talk a little bit about you know, we'll talk about what we did this last week, but I wanted to talk a little bit about your kitchen and some of the things that we can do with that. Because I think so many people out there have their 1970s, 80s, 90s kitchen, and it's really hard to visualize the design side of it, of the new things you can do. Well, I think what blew my mind was, I was thinking, we're this is a house that we're not going to want to stay in, right? It's going to become a, probably a rental or, or it's, you know, not going to be our primary residence. So I'm looking at it like I thought, well, you know, we could stay with the consistency of what's there, but do an upgrade. And then you kind of opened my eyes to the concept that no, you are really going to have to make some changes regardless because of new technologies, new appliances, the way things fit together. And then we kind of had this discussion about cabinetry and I brought up you know, just as a joke, but the lazy Susan, like what's going on with the different types of cabinets now. So if you could kind of. Well, well, first on, we can't call her lazy Susan. (laughs) She's unmotivated. That's not politically correct. In today's (laughs) snowflake age, we can't call her lazy. That would be derogatory. So she's just going to be under motivated (laughs) Susan, or maybe sleeping on mom's couch (laughs) in the basement, Susan, but not lazy Susan. (laughs) So. I guess like kind of help me out or help our audience out too. What are the types of things that are hot now? Like what type of new cabinets, you know, are there? Yeah. When we, when we look forward, there are a lot of cool design trends going forward, like into 2022 right now, you know, you've got so many different things you can do with drawers because quite frankly, drawers many times are 
in many cases, much more efficient for storage than doors in a shelf because nobody likes to kneel down and have to dig into the back of that bottom cabinet underneath that middle (laughs) shelf and go find something, let alone the blind corner where you have to reach in, lay on the floor, stick your arm back around the corner (laughs) and grab something out of the corner out of that one that has just, you know, it's the one that you always lose things in that back corner. You're like, wonder what's back there. Well, like we have that. Because you have to kind of put stuff in and around the corner. That pull-out drawer, you know, the drawers that come out with the pants. But I have those like La Crozette, big, heavy cast iron pants, right? So I'm always at a loss because I'm bending down to the lowest shelf possible because you can't put them on like a really high shelf because they're so heavy. And believe it or not, my pots are so heavy and, and maybe other people can appreciate this. I actually started to notice the cabinet was coming off the wall because of the consistency. I had so much stuff piled in there, Eric, and they're so heavy. So like stuff like that, like, where do you put these? What do you do with them? They're really heavy. Do you have to put extra bolts in the cabinets to account for that stuff? Those usually you're going to put those low Mm -hmm. and you're going to put them in drawers. That's the most efficient way. And here's why I like them in drawers. If you think about it, I don't like putting pullout shelves in because they're a waste of motion. And they're actually slightly more expensive than just doing drawers anyway. Because if you have to get, if you've got a pots and pans cabinet, let's say, you walk up to the cabinet, you bend over, there's two doors there. So you've got to open up one door all the way, open up the other door all the way, and then pull out the rollout shelf. I would much rather, when I'm cooking in the kitchen, grab the handle, pull it out, and get at it. Hmm. Because if you think about it, you have the same hardware for the drawers that you would have in the pullout shelf. And now you've got doors. You're just better to go with a drawer anyway. There's rarely, I mean, I will put a door and maybe adjustable shelf in one cabinet in the kitchen. But generally speaking, I try to put mostly drawers in there because you can just store stuff Mm -hmm. better. Mm -hmm. You can just store stuff better. It's just better storage that way. What else do they have now? Like current, current stuff. Like, so what's, I mean, you would know better, but I mean, do they still have a, a, I don't want to even say Lazy Susan, but do they have Lazy Susans? Do they have like a bread box? I mean, what's hot right now? You know, the bread box and that stuff, that was really big in the early 90s where people were putting that stuff in. Nowadays, there's so much more stuff that you're putting in that kitchen. So right now you've got the the pull-out shelves, which are standard. But now you've got stuff like Bloom Motion where you've got the soft clothes. Mm -hmm. You've even got the stuff where it's got the servo drive where you touch the drawer front of the door and it actually opens up. So it's got a servo in it. So if I want to open the drawer, I touch the drawer slightly, it automatically opens up for me. Nice. I like that. Where where do I do that mostly? Trash cans. Hmm. Because I can take my knee, come over there, bump the hardware with my knee. If I've got chicken hands or anything like that, I never have to touch it. I can bump it. It opens up. I throw it down. I throw it away. You're good. Or if you've got that dustpan and my... And, in the, in the broom, and you're walking over there, you always have those in the same hands, right? So it's hard to come over there and open up the a pullout for the trash can. If you've got that in the kitchen, you can actually just bump it. I love it that. So when so that's a cool when the plumbing one. association was on, they gave us all the, t- the tips for having, you know, the hands-free. So you don't have to touch the faucet if you're, chick- you know, the sensor system. So you don't have mm-hmm. to touch, once you touch the chicken, you don't have to touch the faucet. And then the same thing, you don't have to touch the um, garbage can. So all that stuff is really helpful. I mean, you don't yeah. think about it, but it really makes your life so much easier when you're just doing a lot of heavy duty cooking, especially with raw meat and eggs and chicken and stuff like that. 
Yeah. Now you don't have to have doors up on the top either that are like regular doors where they open left, right, like a regular swing. You can have them so they bifold up. So if you've got like a 36-inch cabinet that's a, a 36 by 36-inch cabinet, instead of having the doors be very horizontal where you have a right and a left door, you can make it where that will actually slide and fold up and they'll accordion up. So you can, it'll go, whoop, it'll fold up. And then you have full access into that, which is great because now you don't have any doors that are open blocking other spaces. So you can really open that up, cook out of it. And then when you're done cooking, close it hmm. because there's not a door in the way. That one's really cool. And they make those motorized as well, where you can touch to open and touch to close. How about the microwave space? So I know a lot of the people are putting them actually under the countertop. Mine is traditionally right now above the, it's built in above the oven. So what do you think about that? Are you a net yay or nay or where's your microwave? And I have a microwave drawer that is down below the countertop. So I hit the open button. The drawer comes out. I set anything down into it. I close it the keypad whatever and then when i want to open it i just hit the open button and it slides out like a is drawer. that a preferred that is super efficient is, space. so in a smaller kitchen where you don't have as much drawer space and maybe you need more for cabinets like is that still was that still an option that you would go with with the microwave in a drawer or would you prefer to put it up somewhere else it is because i still have a deep drawer below it but what it does is a microwave in a kitchen with small space is a tough thing because it doesn't fit many places. The last place I'll put it is over the cooktop. I hate those. That is my last Yeah, option. like in the traditional. And I'll only do it when that's the only one. Yeah. Those microwave hoods, they suck. <laughs> and not in a good way. Because you don't want that microwave to be higher than your eyeball height. So really, you don't want to have it where you're ever looking up at that microwave. You want to be able to do that. Now, when we come back, I want to tell you one of my secrets to that because it's something that I see where people make some big mistakes on it. And this could be really dangerous. We'll talk about that just as soon as Around the House returns. Welcome back to Around the House with Eric G and Caroline B, your home improvement source, design healthy homes every single week. Thanks for joining us. We are diving into interior design, a little bit of kitchen design as well, right? especially your house, right, Caroline? Yeah, we need to, we need to an ask you questions and you need to answer them for us because there's so much we need to know when we're designing our kitchens. It's like overwhelming. So we think. Well, it's, it's. It's fun. Yeah. Oh, you yeah. Know? Oh, yeah. It's one of those things that for me, it's it's fun. There's so many things. You know, we were just talking about microwaves and I kind of stopped because of the commercial break, but I wanted to get this out there and I've seen this mistake happen and I just shake my head and go, someone's really going to get hurt doing this. And I saw this probably five or six years ago in one of those kind of parade of home street of dreams kind of things. And it doesn't mean code in most areas, but these guys did it anyway. And I was just shocked. They took the double oven and put it in at the normal height, then put the microwave above it. <laughs> and I'm like, someone, first off, it was like mounting the, the, 
the microwave almost the top of it was like higher than six feet. Can you imagine someone? I'm five foot three. How the heck would I reach that? You're not. I'd never microwave food. And even me. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was horrible. But here's the thing. I Here's my one rule that tells me how high can you mount a microwave in a kitchen. I take the shortest adult that's going to ever use the microwave, and I have them stand out, put their arms out level, and I measure from that point to the ground. That's the highest you should mount the microwave. Yeah, that's good. Because... You think about that. You want if you're gonna pull out a bowl of soup or a bowl of liquid that you just heated. Hot stuff. The chance of you wearing that with it being higher than that is good. And that means you could burn yourself. Mm. So that's why to me, microwave hoods are a no-go unless you're in like a little tiny condo and you have no other choice. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Other than that. You gotta, you gotta keep them down low. That's a good rule. I'm holding out my. Now arms. there's a lot of cool. I'm holding out my arms yeah. to kind of give you guys an, you know, a range. So just put yeah. your arms out in front of you and think, okay, that's where my microwave needs to go. Things to think about with that. Now, when it comes to technology, there are so many cool appliances out there these days that are now starting to talk together, mm. and that to me gets me, gets me Get excited. Hot. And I have, oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> this is cool. This is where you could have your dishwasher automatically order off like Amazon or a lot of different places out there. New dishwasher pods or dishwasher soap when it thinks it's running out. So it'll re self replenish itself Hmm. and order it automatically for you when it gets low. So you never run out of dishwasher detergent. It's kind of cool. Laundry, same thing. It'll actually go through and go, hey, you're getting low. We're going to reorder it for you. Wow. And you could have that done automatically. And that's cool. You're starting to see now cooktops where you start cooking and it goes, oh, I'm going to talk to the hood of the same brand. And the the hood goes, wow, you got that 25,000 BTU burner on high. You better turn the fan on high. So it starts to understand what's going on. Hmm. I mean, you could already text message many ranges out there and turn the oven on remotely. So there's a lot of cool things you can do with that. I mean, they've got refrigerators now that uh, will text you. This is good for you. You need one of these refrigerators at your house. It'll actually text you when you leave the door open. Yeah, I need that. I've got an issue with the refrigerator door. <laughs> I'm embarrassed to say, I, you know, I don't know. I don't know if my parents never told me to like shut the refrigerator door, but I just go in there and leave it like wide open. And like you'll walk in 10 minutes later. Oh, wow. I do that. I have a tendency to do that like with the cabinet too. Like I don't know what my issue is. And then you and walk. your food goes bad so much quicker. I mean, it's, it's. It's just stupid. Of course, bad on electricity. I like to but- stare in the refrigerator. Like I just open it up and I just look in there. Do I got anything? <laughs> I see nothing. It's just like a habit. See, Weird. with refrigerators these days, you can actually scan it in there. So you could actually look on your phone and see what's in there. And there's ones that have the cameras inside. So you could not even have to open up the refrigerator. You can just open the app on your phone and take a peek in there, which is kind of handy because you can be at the grocery store looking through your refrigerator online and be going, oh, I, I guess I do have milk. That's I cool. think I had milk, but I have milk. That is cool. So you can do that. That's kind of cool. So there's a lot of cool new things out there. There's also steam ovens, built-in coffee makers. 
There's sous vides. There's a lot of different appliances that you can the put in. The double door. That kitchen, the which double, is fun. The double door oven. I love this thing. I mean, I, I still question. You have to have a lot of seals. It's like barn doors on an oven. Yeah. And, and when you look at it, there's a lot of seal technology. And I have to think that there may be a problem with that consistently if you keep Why? opening it. I don't know. It just looks like it's something that could potentially well, think belong. about it. Your refrigerator's got that. If you've got a, if you've got a, you know, a upper double door fridge, it's got to seal up. I think with the cooking though, with the heat, I just, maybe it's just a, you know, a weird thing. I'm seeing this issue with it. I don't know why. I just see something yeah. like, because you got a lot of heat in there with double doors. It just seems like the potential for something to go wrong, but I don't know. It looks cool. I mean, I'd do it. You think about it in Europe, like in England, if you ever watch the British baking show out there, they've got a door that opens up and then it'll slide down and go under the oven. So it disappears. It's so cool. So that's cool too. So there's a lot of cool little things out there that are coming out. You know, uh, when it comes to appliances, uh, of course you've got you know, convection ovens have been around for a long time, mm -hmm. but now you've got the the speed ovens, you've got steam ovens, you've got all these different appliances out there that will do a lot of different things for you. And uh, it's really cool to see the, some of the stuff you can do. How about cooktops? We didn't really talk about, I have a, I have a glass, you know, like a, cook, a cooktop. I don't have a gas stove range, so you do, but I have, okay. so yeah, what do you think I've about those? I've got a big 48 inch glass. Mm -hmm. As far as the most away, efficient way of cooking, like if you want to put, here's a question for you. So if you want to put the most energy to cooking, what will cook, what will boil water faster? A big burner on a gas cooktop or an induction cooktop? Oh, I don't know. I think they could guess. I would say the induction. You're right. But it that's is. only because I know that. I'm, che faster. I'm cheating. But You're cheating. Yeah. The induction cooktop will 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 boil water so much faster. And people go, what do you mean induction? Well, it looks like a regular glass top cooktop, but it's so much easier to clean because you don't get stuff etched on it because that surface really doesn't get hot except for just where the pan's touching it. But it's putting the ma majority of that, you've now turned the whole pan into the cooking element. So it's actually doing the cooking the pan's doing the cooking. So instead of a flame hitting the bottom of the pan, the heat's going mostly around it. You get more power into one spot, and it actually directs the heat directly to it. So induction, I'll be honest, people these days, they go, oh, I want to put a gas cooktop in. I have electric. I go, well, if you really like to cook, you'll probably like the induction better because you'll have more control and to be able to put more heat faster into things. Let's go out to break here, Caroline, since we're going over. We'll be right back after these important messages. Don't go anywhere. Farewell, Angelina. And you're listening to Around the House with Eric G. 
back to Around the House with Eric G. and Caroline B., your source for all your home improvement design and healthy home information every week. Thanks for joining us. Carolyn and I are talking design and trends today. We've been diving into, uh, well, kitchen and bath a little bit there we were talking about, but I want to kind of talk about where design trends are going for 2022 since we're, sheesh, a week before Christmas. How crazy is that? It's crazy. And I, and you, I've always asked you like, where do we go to get the hottest trends? Because by the time you go to do your remodeling project, you, you don't want it to be out of date. And, you know, if you go to the big box makers, you're definitely not going to be getting the, you know, the cutting edge stuff. And people need to realize that you need to go out to these design centers and even shows, you know, that are open to the public to kind of take a look at where you want to go with designing, because you don't want to design something and say, oh, haha, you know, it's already out of date by the time it goes in. Great example. If you're watching all the Chip and Joanna Gaines episodes over the last few years, that whole country chic thing is about Ugh. played its way out. Ugh, the chic. barnwood doors and, you know, uh. all that stuff. It has, it has gone its course. So with that, that is about over. Now, the cool thing is, is that there's a lot of cool things that are really in now, too where we're going. You know, you think about it. Um, vintage things like, you know, 1960s and 70s stuff, even oh, 50s stuff. Tell them about- It's super in. Tell our audience, Eric got the coolest clock radio. I mean, this thing is like so super cool. Tell them about that. For his, it's, it's vintage. Yeah, so I, I wanted to get a clock radio and I'm like, you know, I don't want to get, you know, that- Target, whatever, jump online and get just a regular plastic clock radio. Because what I, here's what I found, and this was affecting my sleep, is that I would go to sleep. I'd wake up in the middle of the night. I'm like, what the freaking hell time is it, right? Mm-hmm. Well, I'd grab my phone. Well, yeah. then all of a sudden, I'm like, huh, I've got an email. Oh, yeah, no, that's it. I do that. It's awful. Uh, you know what I mean? I'm like, oh, oh. Hey, how are the podcast numbers looking? <laughs> Whatever it is, right? That's awful. Whatever it is. And I'm like, now I'm awake. It's you a know? rabbit so hole. It's a rabbit hole. Exactly. And so I was diving into the rabbit hole. So I'm like, I'm going to get my clock radio. Well, then I went, ah, I can't really find what I want. And then I went, oh, I'm going to jump over to eBay. So I literally went over there and went, okay, let's get what I want. And so I bought a vintage 1960s clock radio but it's kind of got a little sputnik look to it where it's it's very it's cool. dials for the radio and then it has a oval like mid-century old-fashioned style clock with the glowing hands on it that's awesome and that's how you adjust it there and then it has this very mid-century light that comes off the top it's got like of it. a lamp so, so it's imagine- got its own like yeah, a lamp like a lamp yeah. that comes over the top of almost like this platform if you were to look at an old Almost like where you have your levels at a radio station, an old radio station where you have, on yeah. one side it's got levels so you can control the radio, which is really cool. And it's got this yeah. vintage clock. And like he said, it's got the, what I call the radioactive hands. That stuff was like, probably back yep. then it was, that stuff's probably illegal now, but that glow. Oh, yeah, it probably is, but that's what makes it cool. Yeah, it is cool. Yep. Very cool. Yeah. If, if I'm going to die from that, I lived by the Hanford Nuclear Reservation for 18 <laughs> years. So nothing scares me now. Eric glows. <laughs> oh, yeah. 
absolutely. So anyway, I bought that, you know, and that was kind of that vintage thing. That's I'm like, that's exactly what I wanted, which is, which is cool, you know, but that's really in. Um, another thing that's in too is a lot of natural looking materials. So you think about it, you've got a lot of the nice, you're doing a lot of texture now with, with different fabrics and things like that. You're really kind of putting together more of a natural look. But what's cool about that is you're seeing color has been back for a number of years now. So the, the white on white on white on white, all in different textures with the barn wood and that stuff that you'd see, you know, um, in that farmhouse chic look there was just, that's, that's over. So we're kind of going to a more natural look, but a um, kind of going for a more timeless look. If I was going to put a, if I was going to put a, a word to it, they're going for much more of a timeless natural look, which I think is cool. It's, it's something fun when it comes to designing stuff. That's I've always, I mean, I design kind of like, I don't want anyone to be really turned off or have, have an effect. You know, I like a very clean look. So obviously I'm a healthy home Mm -hmm. expert, right? So I like everything to look really clean and bright. I love a lot of natural light and tones that really kind of aren't offensive though. I, for some reason have this draw towards going towards a darker kitchen. And I don't know why it's just something I've always kind of wanted to have that dark kind of funky looking kitchen. And like, I kind of like Eric's got a very cool, um, if you've ever seen pictures of his kitchen on around the house, when he did his Thanksgiving rolls, you can see it, but he's got this really cool kind of black and white textured backsplash going on. Like, I like that, like the black and white tones, a darker kitchen that just appeals to me for some reason. Yeah. Nice. Well, what's cool is one of the hottest trends right now are black accents. That's mm, nice. So maybe it's the black frame on a on a on a couch. Maybe it's a brushed gold with a black accent faucet. I have saw some cool so you've black got two-tone faucets. Metals. Black faucet. Yeah. I like it. Well, and you know, I'm a, I my faucet for instance, it's brushed it's got that brushed gold mm. with black. Mm-hmm. with the flat black. So those are all really cool accents that you're seeing now. And that's, we've got a few years of that, you know, where you can take and swap out, you know, maybe you get a, I mean, I'd have some fun with fridges. If you've got a stainless steel fridge, for instance, that comes in black and you've got stainless handles, I'd go swap out handles and put a new black handle on it. I'm have sick some of, fun with stuff. I'm sick of stainless steel appliances. Like I'm just sick of it. I want some. I'll be honest, you're not going to see anything different with that for a while because they've tried to. Yeah. And I mean, I have black stainless in my kitchen because yeah, I want something nice. different. Yeah, that's what I mean. It, but it was kind of the only option. Black stainless um, is good. It's really good. Yeah. Um, the thing is that out there is they tried to do like the oil rub bronze Jen Air did, and that failed so badly. And what makes people nervous is, is okay, so you go buy all these new appliances, right? And maybe it's a brand new collar that's going to be the next in and four years when your dishwasher quits under warranty, you have to go buy another one and you can't find a matching color to that. Yeah. That sucks. <laughs> you're screwed. Yeah. You know, now it's, now you're like, Oh, I've got this oil rub bronze kitchen, but <laughs> whoopsie, <laughs> I got a dishwasher. That's going to be stainless steel now or black or, or white or whatever. It's just not going to go well. Yeah. So, I remember when everybody, you know, that's the- what, the bone, remember bone color, like appliances. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh no, it's not almond. It's just less <laughs> almond. almond. Oh dear Lord. Oh, and almond oh never looked good. It just looked like it was like smoker's tooth yellow. 
I'm like, is this white? We had smokers in here or is this almond? Like anybody know? Oh, it's nastiness. And of course you'd have the, my favorite is when you have the, the almond light switch in the white cover plate behind it. Right. Hot. hot Cause mess. people are like, Oh, I didn't know I had bone. I thought it was just dirty. Oh, it's brutal. I hate that. It's so just true. brutal. Oh, it's like, come on. Oh, is that the, ye- did that get yellowed from the sun? No. Nope. Nope. That's nope, bone. It's, it's bone. <laughs> yeah. And then they do the bathrooms where they do the, my favorite though, looking back is when you had the, uh, the mauve toilet and the mauve corner hot tub that was in the, that was in the nineties bathrooms. Right. You know, you'd have the big corner you know, aircraft carrier deck bathtub in there that's up on the platform. And they'd put like the, the hunter green, the or, hunter the, green. or the mauve colored. <laughs> yep. Oh my With a bunch gosh. of gold, everything was gold fixtures. Like you had the oh, gold just all polished gold. <laughs> so brutal. All right, we come back. I want to give some more trends here for 2022 coming into next year so you can be on trend and not look like you were last year's project which gets you ahead of the game on this year's project we'll do that just as soon as around the house returns Hi everybody, I'm Ari Kameen from Steven Adler's band and you are listening to Around the House with Eric G and the beautiful Caroline. Welcome back to Around the House with Eric G and Caroline B, your home improvement source every single week. Thanks for joining us. Before we forget, Caroline, let's talk about the giveaway because we have a giveaway if you're listening to this show in order that we've been uh, posting it up. It's our holiday giveaway. It's brought to you by IVP Air Integrated Viral Protection. Yes, they have catch and kill technology to kill COVID-19 amongst other viruses and substances. So this is heated HEPA technology. You basically put it in your space. Um, This one is the mobile unit, so travel unit. It does about 250 square feet. So you'll put it in a location and after about 15 minutes, it'll clear that air and basically be virus free. So we're bringing that to you as a special gift for being listeners to Around the House. And thank you to IVP for sponsoring that. So fantastic gift, get it for the holidays, get it for the new year, try to win. So up through next week here, which is December 15th, 2021, for all you people that are listening later, earlier, later, whatever you're doing. And this thing is super cool. You can put it in your house, somebody comes over and they get COVID in your air, what's it do? Denied. Kills it. <laughs> Kills it and catches it. Boom. No more COVID. <laughs> Bye-bye. So now if I could just do that to the news, if it would like block out all the news with that too, I'd probably go buy one. <laughs> this is a $995 value, guys. So this is not something, this is not something just light duty. This is the real deal and just over to around the house online.com and uh the chances of you winning 
if you don't enter, or nothing. It's free stuff so, too. I mean, you got to enter to you win. You do nothing. We will not hound your email, so don't worry about that. Just apply and uh, yeah. No, we don't sell it. We don't do anything like that. If uh, we might send you an email saying, "Hey, we got another cool giveaway coming up," at most, mm-hmm. but or a uh, show coming up. That's basically how that works. Yeah. So, hey, let's get back to our um, kind of our little impromptu list here of some of the cool things that are hot. One of my favorites that are coming back, the living room bar. Now, really? I guess I've been on trend for a while because yeah. I've had my living room bar for years. But that kind of 60s feel of a remake of a living room bar is definitely in, which is great because... I've been rolling that way for a long time. You remember the Formica bar? So they had the Formica bar and then they had the metal, like the foot plate that went around the brass. Yeah. That was a hot mess. Yeah, I'm going to do a, <laughs> I'm going to do a, I'm doing that outside on my bar out there. You know, my outside bar, I'm doing the foot rest on it, which is cool. I'll do that in the springtime when the weather gets better, but I'm going to be doing that out there as well. It's cool. So what's the trend so, now? What's it? But these are more kind of formal. Oh, formal. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like it's more built in, you know, maybe it's a cabinet or, you know, piece of furniture, but living room bars are way in, which is awesome. Yeah, it's nice. Now, another thing, flashback to the seventies, those seventies house plants are coming back. I'm seeing those out there too. Really? Yeah. All the, all the weird ferns and big leafed plants and all the stuff. Like my mom was. I lived in Houseplant Central. She probably had 20, 25 houseplants in the 1970s formal living room, the one that a child named Eric G wasn't allowed to sit in very often. <laughs> we all Get had those. Get your dirty hands out of there. We all had that. Get your dirty hands out of there. Only clean clothes can be worn inside the formal living room. I've got a giant plant in in my house. I mean, it's literally 40 it's about as old as me so it's been passed down from my grandmother to my mother to me it's got to be you know 47 years old and it's a chef a chef alera i think it's called and it's huge i mean this thing i've named it tree beer it's a giant tree i mean it, it literally we treat it like a person and so we put you know christmas lights on it and it's giant i mean it's eight feet tall and kind of bushy but he's getting old wow so like i've kind of He's a family member. So I kind of like the whole plant thing. I don't like a lot of plants, but he's like a big plant. So he's like a person, you know, he's more like a tree. It's kind of cool. Nice. Tree beer. Nice. Oh, one more thing too. And that's super cool. See, you're already on that. You've been on that for 50 years almost. It sounds oh like. my so, God. And like, I go. can't, like he gets sick and I get all worried about him. I'm like, oh my God, he needs new soil. He needs new pot. He needs, <laughs> he's treated. I mean, we talked to him. He's treated like a person. That's his name. Tree beer. He's, he's. As my friends like to call them three beers, but I get all upset. Oh, that's okay. You get him to give him three beers and he starts wilting. Exactly. <laughs> that's awesome. Another one that's been big that's really still coming back even more is marble, 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 and marble. Uh, you know, when you go out to the parade of homes, like I did this year, there was marble everywhere. Just that look of marble. So now there's a lot of different countertops. We can talk about that for a minute or two here. There's a lot of cool countertops you can do out there that don't give you the maintenance of marble. That you have to do with marble because marble is porous, mm-hmm. right? I mean, if you put marble in on your countertop, acid, 
from citrus can stain wine it. Wine spillage. Um, you know, wine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you think about in Europe, when they have a marble countertop as a cooking service, they think of that as like that wood butcher block that they don't care what soaks into it. It is a butcher block. It's going to get used. It's going to get scratched. That's your butcher block, right? Mm. They treat countertops in Europe the same way. Us crazy Americans over here want it to always look like it's brand Christine, new out of the box. That's right. Yeah. So what did I do when I wanted to put marble in my bathroom and knew that hair products and all that stuff, soaps were going to discolor it? I went for a porcelain slab that looks just like marble. That's nice. But has the durability of a piece of porcelain tile. And I'm, I mean, I like the, like I'm Cambria. Like, so I put Cambria in my bathroom and I fell in love with it. And there's other brands too. I'm just using that as an example, but yeah. I went with a black. So it looks, you know, like a, I'd call it like a black marbly looking design. Yeah. And I just, I, it, I tripped out over it. I think it was so cool. So when I do my kitchen, I'm going to do, um, they have so many varieties yeah. of colors and they look like stone. I mean, what do you think? Yeah, they do. Now the, the, this is a different material that I use because it's a porcelain slab right, porcelain. Right, you use porcelain. So it's what they call a sintered stone. So the camera is a quartz product. Correct, yes. Yeah, For so clarity. that's yep. 93 94% quartz and then uh, binders and epoxies that hold it all together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like the particle board of stuff. Yeah. And uh, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. But it's pieces. Yeah, it's great. It's great. It's durable. You don't have to seal it. You know, it's it's ready to go. You're 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 good with that. So that's great. And you know, you're still seeing granite out there. There's some beautiful slabs of material out there. You know, there's quartzite, which is a slab stone. There's lots of different things. Just make sure you get the right stone for the right application. You know, because um, that's one mistake that I saw out there at the Parade of Homes this last year. We talked about earlier in the show months ago, but they actually put a polished tile down in the bathroom on the floor, which I thought was going to be super dangerous for a yeah, stone. Slip it, slip and slip and slide. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's how you bust your break jaw, a hip. And, you know, mm-hmm. break a hip. So you don't want to be doing that, but that's really where that is. And so, you know, and there's nothing wrong. If you're doing a budget, there's some great laminates out there, like formicas and stuff that you can do. That'll still look good. Just be careful. There's a big trend of going out and getting butcher block countertops and using them. Um, They get to be a real health hazard around the sink. So be careful because those will, the liquids will soak in and um, it's just going to be a maintenance nightmare. It'll warp. So just be really careful. And I'm not a big fan of the epoxy countertops out there because you're off gassing epoxy Mm. for a long period of time. And that's when you're, you're literally pouring a, you know, a third of an inch of epoxy over the top of plywood. And given a color, it's not my favorite. Well, and that's why I like for my clients too. people often ask me like, you know, what should I do for a countertop that's non-toxic, doesn't have a smell, no VOC. And that's why I went towards the quartz um, and and kind of went away from granite because you had to seal it. And you had there were things that you have to do along with the marble that become, you know, necessary evils. And unfortunately, a lot of people, they just don't want to do that stuff. And then you start getting mold and, and kitchens. I mean, even in mine, like kitchens and bathroom sinks, you've got so many water sources. It just starts coming over the sides. And then it's it's just a source where you're constantly going to have moisture control. So anything you can put in there to kind of keep all that down or to help you keep a drier surface and something less porous is, I think, so much better. Before we go out to break, 
for the last part of this, and we get into some uh, cybersecurity stuff here, which <gasps> is going to be fun Gary. in the next hour. Gary Salmon. Gary coming on. You're going to love this. You got this it. This is going to open your this eyes, is be fun. people, like to realize how vulnerable we are to any kind of attack at our homes. And Well, Caroline, that's the, that's the music. That means we got to go. It goes so fast. So quick. I'm Eric G. And I'm Caroline B. And you've been listening to Around, Around the, the House. house. Hey, it's Eric G from Around the House. Are you planning a decking or siding project this year? If you are, you've got to check out my friends at Millboard. Millboard is a completely different kind of composite decking and cladding that enhances outdoor spaces with enduring distinction. Hand molded from the finest oak, it realistically mimics the natural grain and color of premium hardwood. If you're looking for something that doesn't look like plastic and instead real wood, check out millboard.com. Make sure and check out that interview we did just a few weeks back. That's millboard.com.